A strange, musty odor ripped Snell from his impromptu coma. His back ached in rippling pain from the hard plastic of the improvised bed of chairs he'd been lying on. Snell's eyes stung as he shot up and looked around. His head buzzed, feeling tension running through it like two magnets on both sides. Snell's eyes were pulled to the overbearing neon lights that danced around him. Glass prisons erected around stuffed plush toys, waxed hardwood alleys to a rush of euphoria or humiliation, and a scent of grease and childhood wafting through the air directly to Snell's nostrils. Snell looked down the maple lanes to see a woman in black and green, readying to launch a dark blue ball. Rubbing the side of his forehead with his palm, Snell slowly rose from his uncomfortable resting place and started to walk over to the woman. Excuse me? He said loudly down the lanes. The ball slamming into the pins, combined with glaring music erupting from the overhead speakers, and a cacophony of miscellaneous sounds swirling around on his already aching head nearly overwhelmed him and made it difficult for the woman to hear him. He continued his trek towards her. Excuse me, he said, reaching out to tap her shoulder. The woman focused only on lining up the ball with the pins. She pulled her arm back and shot it forward. It sped down the wooden street and crashed into the pins. Snell glanced to the bright flashing screen above them. A perfect game. He looked back to the woman, who had returned her posture to upright and turned her attention to Snell. Finally awake, huh? The woman said with a pleasant smirk. She walked over to the ball return to wait for her partner. Snell's gaze pulled with her as he turned. I'm so... Okay, uh, where are we? I don't really remember coming here, Snell asked, raising his hand and slicing it through the air gently. Oh, no one remembers coming here. You just... The woman pressed her lips together. End up here. Snell sighed quickly. I am very confused. Uh, what does that mean? What? How did I end up here? Was I kidnapped... Snell's thoughts vanished as he glanced to the entrance to this strange place. It was pitch black outside. What? Snell thought. Now do you understand? The woman said as her ball appeared. She placed her fingers in the three holes and pulled her partner out of the return. The woman walked back to the lanes. I'm sorry, but this is just normal to you? Snell asked, looking back at the woman. You are really hung up on this whole thing, aren't you? She responded. Well, yeah, sort of. Um, I went to bed and then I woke up here, Snell said, glancing back to the scoreboard. The two stood silent for a few moments as the woman prepped her next shot down the lane. Snell's hands rested at his side. I guess I haven't introduced myself. Uh, I'm Snell, he announced, pulling his hands up to sit at his hips. Snell? What kind of a name is that? The woman asked, briefly glancing to him before refocusing on her target. Olive, by the way, the woman said as she launched her ball down the lane. When her ball left her hand, she straightened out her posture and looked at Snell. So, you've obviously got questions. I guess I will do my best to answer them. Just like I have every other time, Olive said. The ball slammed into the pins and they clattered against the wax floor. 
Olive looked at the scoreboard momentarily, then walked over to the nearby chairs. You coming? She asked, looking back at Snell. Oh, uh, yeah, he responded, nodding his head up and down quickly. He followed Olive to the chairs. Olive sat down with an exasperated sigh, and Snell followed suit. Okay, Olive said, flicking her hands up. Where do you want to start? I... we... okay. Um... Where are we? Snell asked, rubbing his hands against his kneecaps. You're in a bowling alley. Uh, well, yeah, I can see that much. I meant more of a... Where is this place kind of way? Olive folded her hands in her lap. So am I dead? Snell asked, leaning forward in the hard plastic chair. Oh, no, no, no. Not as far as I can tell. From all the things that I've seen since I got here, people come here when they got things they need to figure out. I mean, real deep-seated stuff. Olive remarked, leaning back and crossing her legs. Snell thought about what Olive was saying for a moment. So how long have you been here? Snell asked. Olive inhaled, and became visibly uncomfortable. A while. Probably... more than long enough for the world out there to change. She replied. Well, when did you first arrive here? Snell continued. Let's focus on you. Getting you back, Olive said, standing up from her seat. Come on, she said, motioning her head to the left. Let's give you the tour. Snell stood up and began to follow Olive past the lanes, towards the previously unseen stairs leading to the adjacent realms of the bowling alley. I was gonna ask earlier, um, why exactly is this place a bowling alley and not a void or something? Snell asked, looking around the bright lights and polished hardwood floors. No clue. Figure it must be some kind of dumping ground for people like us. The actual form's arbitrary, I suppose. Olive replied. People like us? Yeah, yeah, people with real big issues. Anything from a bad relationship to self-loathing. Probably just about anything else that keeps you up at night. Olive replied. Well, as far as I can tell, uh, I don't really have any serious issues I need to work through. Snow remarked, stuffing his hands into the pockets of his dark blue jeans. That's what everybody thinks at first. But you wouldn't be here if you were above board. At least not from what I've seen. People start questioning everything here, thinking about mortality. You'd be surprised how apologetic and regretful people become when they think they'll never see someone again. Olive said, glancing over her shoulder to Snell. The two walked across the polished hardwood floor towards the kitchen. This here is, uh, the kitchen, Olive said as she walked up towards the counter and placed her hands on it. Think of any food up there on the menu and it appears. Weirdest thing. Snell looked up at the menu, and suddenly, a cheeseburger and french fries appeared on the counter. Whoa, that's interesting, Snell said, picking up a fry to verify its authenticity. I could eat, I guess. Olive materialized a slice of pepperoni pizza and a water, then grabbed it and headed for the tables. The pair sat at one nearby and began to eat their lunch. Oh, by the way, uh, don't worry about sleeping or using the restroom. As far as I can tell, this is some sort of in-between state. It doesn't really need to happen. 
Olive stated. I mean, I guess you can do it if you want. You know, just don't eat to. Your body will be fine without sleep uh, or the bathroom. Uh, you can eat as much as you want and not gain weight either. Major bonus to a long-term stay here. Olive said, raising her eyebrows briefly while biting into her pizza. Again, uh, how long exactly have you been here? Snell asked, holding a fry between his fingertips. Olive became uncomfortable again. It's fine. You don't have to tell me if you don't want to, he said. Look, Snell, I've been here a lot longer than I'd like to admit. If not to other people, then just to myself. Um, let's just focus on getting you out of here, Olive said, leaning forward. Right. Um, so, I've got to figure out what deep-seated issues I have, solve them, and then I get to escape this interdimensional bowling alley. Very simple. That's what seems to work, Olive replied. Well, where do we start? Snell asked. That is for you to figure out. Snell churned through his life in his head. His job, his friends, his family. Everything was fine. Nothing immediately rose to the surface as needing resolution. Um, I think I'm going to take a walk around this place, try to figure out why I'm here. Sounds good, Olive replied. Snell stepped away from the table and began to walk through the bowling alley. Music from the 80s and 90s echoed through the lanes and dining area. Snell thought about everyone in life. Maybe there was someone he'd wronged and never made amends with? Something he'd wish he told someone? As Olive returned to the lanes to continue her near-perfect game, Snell returned to the kitchen tables, contemplating why he ended up in this strange place. The thoughts churned over and over in his mind, but as hard as he thought, reflected on his life, something suddenly sparked. A connection lit up in his mind. He'd remembered what he'd done. He shot up from his chair and rushed over to Olive, who, while busy bowling, turned to look at Snell as he stammered, attempting to explain his epiphany to her. No, no, no. You don't need to tell me. Just go take care of it when you get out of there, she said, her sunken eyes wandering back to the bright orange lights. Well, what about you? Snell asked. What about me? Olive said in a semi-sarcastic tone. Well, you've got to know by now why you're here, Snell reasoned, clasping his hands together. Of course I know why I'm here, Olive replied as her bowling ball popped out of the return. I just... She looked somber for a moment. I know it's time for me to leave. I've been here too long. Unsure of what to say, Snell tried his best to speak reassuringly. Whatever world you left, I don't think it's at all like the one you'd come into, he said. But if you come back to the real world, maybe you can come to terms with whatever brought you... He looked around for a moment at the bowling alley. Here, in the first place. You're probably right, Olive replied. Okay, she whispered. Let's get back to the real world. Snell smiled as they approached the main entrance, still entrenched in blackness beyond the glass double doors. Look, whatever happens when we go back, Olive said, wherever we end up, I'll be sure to find you. Snell smiled as he pushed open the door and stepped into the blackness. 
Olive turned back for a moment. The bowling alley still glimmered with an exciting hopefulness. One that Olive knew would guide the next person to end up here towards their resolution. With a gentle smile, she exhaled deeply as she stepped through the doors and into the inky void. The pair now gone, the bowling alley sat quiet except for its hushed sounds and low ambient music. It would sit dormant, still and empty, waiting in silence for its next visitor.